Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. See, now that was interesting too, Gary, to see that press release from the united front of the elected Democrats federally. Lo, you know, our, our local guys who are Democrats saying they don't appreciate not having a um, town hall meeting. I would think that if I was running the Postal Service for Virginia, that would kind of be a warning to me that I'm about to lose my job. I better get my act together. <laughs> Weird. I, I thought when I saw that yesterday, and you know, I hate to beat up on my, you know, I like the, the, I think I have a guy and a lady. I wave to whoever brings the mail um, in my neighborhood out in Western Henrico, and they're nice. I don't have any problem with them, and I feel terrible. Sometimes they're delivering the mail really late at night. I don't think that's because they're lazy. I think they're just overwhelmed, I guess, but is anybody, you know, it's just like everything else that's a problem with the federal government that's not functioning as you think it should. Is anybody going to say, okay, let's stop all the posturing, let's just pretend this is a business, and let's evaluate what the key priorities are that we gotta deliver for people, and how we achieve that, and then maybe we gotta make some changes. Is that possible? The last time, who was it who brought, maybe it was George W. Bush who brought up redoing the Postal Service, and oh my God, you would have thought that uh, he was going to tear down a statue of Robert E. Lee. Everybody was so freaky. You know, it was like, you're not allowed to touch this. And I think that's a killer for this for this society, especially something that sucks a lot of money away and is arguably still pretty important. I mean, I wish I got something other than bills in my mailbox. eBay purchases and bills. That's about all I get in the mail. But uh, listen, it's 837 on this Thursday morning. It's the 18th day of January, 2024. I'm John Reed. Very glad that you are with us this morning. I'm live from downtown Richmond, uh, across the street from Thomas Jefferson State Capitol. It really is a beautiful day. Now, it's cold as it can be. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad I'm inside at the Commonwealth Hotel. You know, it's toasty warm here and super nice, really interesting history of this hotel over a century here in Richmond. And I think, you know, they probably won't tell me this, but I think a lot of members of the legislature live here during the session. You know, they, they probably want to be discreet and don't tell anybody whose names of people are in the hotel. But I think they live here, and for generations they have lived here, and then they just walk across the street to the Capitol. For people who are here from Roanoke and Bristol and, you know, Portsmouth, Norfolk, they got to have a place to live, if, you know, during the General Assembly session. So we'll talk about the Commonwealth Hotel and uh, things that are happening at the state Capitol uh, as we continue uh, with the program today. But... I know you were waiting like I was 
for the news yesterday when the Richmond Public Schools shooting, graduation shooting report, was released. It came out about 1 o'clock. Uh, it was forced to be released. You know, these school board members, and yeah, I, I, look, I don't think Jason Cameras is doing a good job as superintendent, but I don't want to just totally destroy him. I actually think he's probably a well-intentioned guy who just is in the wrong job in the wrong school system. I mean, he's just not the guy for an urban school system, to be honest with you. But I do take exception when it was Jason Cameras and the school board that tried to hide this report. They were the ones saying, oh, it's, it's private, we don't have to release it. Channel 6, to their credit, and the Times-Dispatch went to court to force it to be released to the public. And that's appropriate. You know, we paid for that report, and it was a murder in a public space. We need to know what the conclusion was. Don't you tell me I can't read that. So good for Channel 6 and Times and the Times-Dispatch for getting into court, getting the report released. And the school board put out a release yesterday saying, oh, we welcome the release. Baloney. You don't welcome the release. You're the ones that tried to stop it. And someone should hold them accountable for that. One of the few people who is willing to speak out candidly on the problems here is Mike Dickinson, who has kind of turned into an investigative journalist. He has he's run for a lot of offices. Actually, when you look at the numbers, he does pretty well. A lot of people just appreciate your candor. Mike is back with us this morning. When I texted with you last night, you said you were going to stay up all night and read the entire report from start to finish. Did you manage to get through it? Yes, I went through the entire report and let me just say, I mean, it is so sad that the city of Richmond has to deal with mismanagement of the school. Everything in Richmond is mismanaged, but the school Everything. is the schools is totally, I mean, mismanaged. And this report, I mean, it just shows the incompetency at every level and failure at every level of the school system. And I can't believe that we have these people running the schools that are this bad. This report, I mean, exposed a lot of that. <sighs> So this is the shift. For the people who don't remember, this is last year, graduation time, I think in June, at the Altria Theater, Huguenot High School, uh, the, the graduation ceremony, and a young man named Sean Jackson shows up to graduate. He's been on home study, uh, and his stepfather's with him. I guess his family's there. He had had a beef with a guy named Amari Pollard, who apparently was at the graduation because he had a cousin graduating. He was 19 years old. Amari Pollard allegedly, although we all know he did it, he shot these two people and killed both of them. And so now the question is, what was the deal between these two? How did the gun get there? You know, why was nobody following this? I mean, I got the question of, was Sean Jackson really, did he actually qualify to graduate? It seems nobody uh, even knew who this guy was academically, but they knew he was a problem. What stands out in the report for you as malfeasance or incompetence? So in the report, uh, Jonathan Young, great school, he's a good school board member. He wanted this report released from the beginning. He said You're that right. There was he a has spoken talk- up about it. Yes, he wanted this report released from the beginning. He said that there was a lot of talk amongst the teachers and administration of the school that Sean Jackson didn't even qualify to graduate at all, but that the the school teachers, that they said their hands are tied to just push people through to graduate so the graduation rate looks good. And the only reason he even got to graduate because his mom called and spoke to a counselor at the school and she pushed him through. She pushed it through. We also know that 
uh, in correspondence within the, within the school. They spoke to this lady, Monique Harris. She's a counselor at Huguenot High School. Um, during the emails back and forth with Sean Jackson's mom, she said that they thought they could squeeze Jackson into graduation. She told investigators in, in this report that, Harry, that, that Jackson was approved to graduate. However, there was another internal memo in the Richmond City School System that said that Jackson was never approved to graduate. So don't know which one was ever, but the city of Richmond, the schools, they never approved Jackson to graduate. We also know and they knew that, that this guy, this Sean Jackson, had a beef or some problem. sort of. Yes. Yeah. Was he they, involved in a previous shooting where somebody died? So there was a previous shooting over there on Southside Richmond, and he was involved in it. And Dandridge Hawks, he was a school security officer. He said that Richmond Public Schools, they knew Sean Jackson was a problem, and they had been monitoring all of the Internet because you saw some of the photos. I, I posted them on my, on my social media. Sean Jackson took lots of pictures with guns and big bags of drugs, and he made a rap song about killing somebody and made a bunch of different rap songs about glorifying this, you know, the criminal lifestyle. So they, Dandridge Hawk said that they knew, the city of Richmond knew that this guy was a problem and that he had issues. And he also said that the Richmond Public School security team, they were not consulted on letting Sean Jackson onto any event, and if they were, they would have said no. But they were not consulted. Nobody asked them. And that's the school, One that's of the, the takeaways... One of the takeaways I got here, and we got to be careful about this, I do think you look at security for events and you adjust accordingly. Uh, but, see, I think everybody in Richmond is going to ignore the real problem, which is out-of-control, thug-life kids. And I'm not saying that because they're black. If they were white kids, I'd say the same damn thing. They're going to ignore that, which is the fundamental problem, the lack of discipline, the thug-life, brutal horrible lifestyle that is being green-lighted in urban America and in the Richmond public schools, and they're going to tell us, oh, my God, we should have had more metal detectors, we should have screened people. Yeah, that's one way to solve the immediate problem of bringing guns in. But to me, this reveals they're not in charge of their own students, and they're not uh, getting rid of the kids who might be killers. Right. I mean, we need a we need a Joe Clark like lean on me to take over as principal and uh, on day one say give me the name of every drug dealer, hoodlum, and, crim- and problem, and they'll be gone immediately. That's a great scene from Lean on Me. Shout out to Joe Clark. He was a great great principal. Um, and exactly right. The, the one of the problems at the graduation ceremony itself was whoever ran the event decided they'd have one person to metal detect 310 students and. Being teenagers and, and, you know, thug life, most of them came late. They, they, they didn't come at the assigned time to get wanted and come in, so they just waved everybody in. Nobody got checked. Uh, we, know, we know the other entrances where people were being metal detected to come in. Uh, Kevin Monroe, the vice principal of Huguenot, he said himself he went through a metal detector. The metal detector went off because he had keys, and the, they just waved him through. They didn't even, they didn't even investigate. Stephanie Rizzi, school board member, she wanted the report kept private. She said that she never witnessed anybody metal detected. And they've asked the Altria Theater and the security company for this footage of the, of the entrances, and they won't comply and turn it over. And also, mind you, 
Jason Cameras had instructed everybody in Richmond Public Schools they were not they were not required to participate in the investigation. They could just opt out of it. So I still See, think that's there's a part lot of more the problem, malfeasance. Mike. Is this? There is the fact. Arrogance. It's always the cover up, right? It's the arrogance, yeah, the arrogance. of the cover up. Mm-hmm. Something bad happened here. And look, I'm not going to blame Jason Cameras because some street thug shot another street thug. I think he probably should have gotten rid of those people so they weren't even at graduation. But what is really frustrating to me is this attitude of if we just ignore the problem or we sweep it under the rug and we, we, we don't risk anyone calling us racist, somehow that's going to put us in a better situation. And I think that's why Richmond is so dangerous. Mike, I'm at this hotel, which is wonderful. I got armed Capitol Police officer over here. You know, when I started the show, I moved my desk here at the hotel into the corner because I was in front of a glass window. And I was like, hell no, I'm not going to let anybody put a bullet through my head. Now, that's a little paranoid, but uh, not really. Not in the city of Richmond. I don't trust these people to make good decisions. And, and they they're, cover they're not able to. And, and it's sad. Richmond is a beautiful city, and it's been fundamentally destroyed by 50 years of liberal management favoring criminals over hardworking people, favoring kids, uh, thug life, instead of teaching kids and making them have discipline. And it comes from the Democrats all the way at the top. It's like, we can't possibly make, you know, it's very racist, and Democrats do it. It's, we can't possibly make black kids as smart as white kids, so we're going to dumb everybody down, and we're going to make everybody, you know, just uh, thug life. Yeah, I think inner-city kids, white, black, can succeed you just got to yes. set the same standards and discipline like anybody else. Mike Dickinson, Without a doubt. I really appreciate you joining us, and we'll stay in touch next week on this. Thank you. Thanks. 8.48 on this Thursday. Can you believe this? Man, we got a lot of work to do in this town. We'll be back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. 
And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.